Welcome to the Superpowers for Good Show, everyone. We're, I, I, I'm your host, Devin Thorpe, and I am just giddy with excitement today because we've got Sarah Thomas with us. She is the founder of EduMatch, and she, this is a, a, an amazing global platform for educators and students alike participating in just making education better. And it's just fascinating to see this at a truly, genuinely international level. You don't want to miss this episode, so stick around. Sarah, welcome to the show. We're Hi, thrilled Devin. to have you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Well, this is going to be a great conversation. I just, uh, like I say, I'm just giddy. Uh, so I kind of introduced, but please take a minute and tell us about EduMatch. Absolutely. So EduMatch started out very grassroots uh, back in 2014. It was just kind of folks saying, hey, I know this one thing. I'm very passionate about this thing and uh, I'm looking for connections. So uh, what I would do is just kind of connect folks over social media that had things in common. And since then, it's grown. People have brought uh, their ideas to our community, and we've used that to to pivot and to scale and to do a lot of different things. But it's it's just educators learning and growing together. And we involve community stakeholders. We love to hear from students, from parents, um, and just grow together. And uh, that's pretty much EduMatch in a nutshell. I would say, like, in addition to that, EduMatch is the umbrella organization. But under that, we do a lot of different things. Um, some of it is publishing. So we publish books. We've published approximately 100 books from uh, educators as well as students. And um, our mission with that is to is to um, amplify the voices of historically marginalized folks, um, in addition to just educator voices in general. And we also do podcasting together. We have a 501c3 sister nonprofit, which is called EduMatch Foundation, Inc. And we also have EduMatch Professional Learning, which is our newest arm, where we work with our uh, partners and with schools and with districts to help teachers learn and grow together. So that's that's kind of us in a nutshell. That, that is fantastic. Uh, give us a sense, if you can, of a couple of the book titles that you've published. Oh, yeah. There's several different book titles that we published under so many different topics. Um, some of them that come to mind right now, because I was just talking about a few of them. <laughs> so The Fire Within by Mandy Fralick is um, one that talks about educator um, social emotional status and how uh, they've overcome re they've overcome adversity to demonstrate resilience that has helped them um, be better in the long run. She talks a lot about post-traumatic growth and things of that nature. And let's see, we do one every year, which is a compilation of educators sharing called EduSnap for short, which stands for EduMatch Snapshot in Education. And we do it yearly and we offer it for free out to the community in, um, in a PDF form. So um, we do a lot of those. We also do children's books. So we have uh, a few actually written by children for children. So that's always great when we get to do that as well. Uh, that's wonderful. Wonderful. Now let's talk a little bit about the international nature of this. Uh, this is not just English. It's not just you. How does this all work as a global platform? 
Yeah, totally. So we actually started kind of international because when I had this crazy idea on a Friday night and I put it out into um, the Twitterverse at the time, um, then someone from Australia was our very first person to sign up saying, hey, get me these connections. So um, from that experience alone, I learned about the importance of time zones, you know, to keep it global, we have to keep tweeting over the course of 24 hours. So that was that was really interesting to learn about. And since then, we've connected with people from all over the world. Um, we have people in the Philippines. We have people in Ghana. Um, of course, the US, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, um, many different places, Vietnam, uh, just have folks coming together to connect and learn and grow. And during our different events now, as the years have gone on and technology has gotten better and better, and now we have asynchronous tools, then that helps to allow for, uh, for further reach. So we're looking to definitely grow more internationally. Um, but we are very grateful for our international friends all around the globe. It is just amazing to think about uh, what you're building here. Now, one of the things that got my attention uh, is that you are currently crowdfunding on SMBX, uh, mm -hmm. raising a little bit of money there. I had the opportunity to invest a tiny amount. Uh, one of the things I love about SMBX is you can start with just $10. Yes. Uh, that's my, uh, it, it's become of late. I just, I shouldn't say this to anybody, but it's my kind of my favorite platform just because yeah. you can start with 10 bucks. Totally. Who can't do $10? Everybody can do $10. And and another thing I love, I just, you know, forgive me for mentioning this, but there are no fees for the investors, right? right? So if you put in $10 and you tie it to your bank account, you don't pay a fee on putting the money in and you don't pay a fee to get the money back out when you pay, make payments on that big $10 loan. So it's yes. really, if there are no fees, you don't have to worry about overcoming the fees in the terms of the return. I just love it. So, um totally. How did you decide to use crowdfunding as a financing tool? Yeah. So back in December, I was in a Facebook group and someone had mentioned the SMBX and I went on there and I saw what they were doing. And I was just like, this is amazing because I also dabble in investing myself. So I started going in and funding different things. And I saw that there was a piece on there for, um, for, um, entrepreneurs. So I clicked on that and kind of saw how I could get my business linked up with it. And I said, okay, you know, let's, let's give it a shot. So um, what I really like about the SMBX is that they are a community funded um, way to crowdsource, um, to crowdsource funds for your business. And within our EduMatch community, we really work on empowering the whole educator. So we have lots of um, conversations about, finance about investing. We actually have a free mini course that's open. It's it's for educators, but it's actually for everyone. So that's available um, on our edumatch.thinkific.com platform. And it's, it's a free resource. So we've had stuff like that. We've had educators write books about finance, um, things of that nature. So uh, I wanted to really pardon the pun, put my money where my mouth is and, and yeah. uh, open up this opportunity to the community because it's a win for Edumatch. It's a win for investors. So um, I just thought that their mission fit very naturally with, with what we want to do. Well, uh, I want to put all of this into a little bit of context. 
tell us about your career leading up to EduMatch. I, I presume that at initially you weren't full-time with EduMatch, and I suspect now you are, but help us figure out that transition and where you were before EduMatch. Yeah, totally. And that is, um, you know, it's funny because with EduMatch, and it's my baby, it is um, my 24-7, um, but I also still am a full-time educator. So, um, you know, and I love the fact that um, EduMatch helps me be better in my role. Um, and my role helps me be better in EduMatch. So again, a win-win, but pretty much my background, I started teaching about 19 years ago. So actually yesterday, uh, at the time of this recording, yesterday was the beginning of my 19th year. And I have gone from uh, teaching in elementary school all the way up through high school, as well as in a master's program. Uh, so I absolutely love teaching. I love learning. I love connecting with educators. Currently, my full-time role is that I work in central office in the school district and I help schools integrate technology. Um, but I became really passionate about EduMatch and about professional learning in general when I saw what it did for me as an educator, because I started off um, non, non-traditional. So we had a, an alternative certification program, which I entered in um, the year after I graduated because I was originally a radio TV film major. So I graduated with a bachelor's in that and then saw that uh, they were looking for teachers in a nearby district. So I went in through alternative certification and it was definitely a, a rough start at the beginning, <laughs> but eventually I found my way. And uh, one thing that really kind of fuels the fire behind EduMatch is that that's a resource that I wish that I had my first few years when I was kind of struggling. I wish I had that support network um, and I wish I had a place to go and to ask questions um, because I really wanted to do a good job. But, you know, I, I, I could have used some more support in that area. So um, EduMatch has um, has been there for me in my journey as an educator. And uh, hopefully our community members feel the same. Well, it, it is just uh, an inspiring story. I'm so Thank grateful you. for the work that you're doing and uh, excited to provide my little uh, penny of support. But um, as you think about the business today, what do you see as your mission, purpose, and vision for where you are in, say, five years? Yeah, totally. So there's so many different things that we do in EduMatch, so many different branches of EduMatch. And the goal is to have them all come together to support one another. So really, we believe in um, in empowering the expert within. That's kind of one of our early phrases that we used quite a bit. And I love that this show is called Superpowers for Good, because I really do believe that every person, every educator has something that they do extremely well. So being able to connect people so that we can learn from each other in an organic way um, is, is what has driven us and what continues to drive us. So like I said, it started out very grassroots and over the years it has, you know, kind of things have kind of fallen into their different places. So my plan for the next five years is to continue to grow um, and to to pivot to meet the needs of our community. Um, one thing that I'm very proud of at the time of this recording, 
two days ago, um, our sister 501c3 company just voted unanimously to sponsor a, a virtual summit for artificial intelligence for educators and to offer it free of charge. So um, we definitely want to continue doing things like that and to help the community grow um, in that regard, um, as we figure this all out together, because this is this is kind of a, a, a an old but new topic in education that that we are hoping to to kind of get more perspective on. Well, this is really just amazing, inspiring work that you're doing, and I'm excited for uh, your prospects for doing good in the world and making a difference. Listen, everybody, we're going to uh, take a quick break. We're, we're here today with uh, Sarah Thomas, who is the founder of Edu EduMatch, uh, and we're excited uh, to come back to her in a few minutes to talk about her superpower, but stick with us for just a minute while we listen to this important sponsor message. Want to learn from the world's great change makers? Find your superpower. Subscribe to the Superpowers for Good newsletter at superpowersforgood.com. Make your strengths into superpowers that will change the world. Join the super crowd today. Superpowers number four good.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. We're excited to have with us today Sarah Thomas. Uh, she is the founder of. EduMatch, and uh, we are having a great conversation about her work, and and we're going to shift gears now to talk a little bit about her superpower. Sarah, you really have accomplished uh, a great deal in your career. Uh, I think about you uh, juggling the pressures of a genuine, growing, thriving business at the same time you're, you're managing a full-time career in education uh, at the district level. So, I mean, this is, this is crazy stuff, but tell us a little bit uh, about what do you see as your superpower? Oh man. So my superpower, this is, this is a tough question because, you know, a lot of times many of us in the educational field are kind of kind of conditioned to <laughs> to be humble to a fault. Uh, I'm not saying that that's me, but the, a lot of people in our field are, are, are that way. But um, I, I absolutely love this question because I feel that we all need to embrace our inner um, superpowers because that way we'll be able to show up as our full selves in order to best serve the world. So um, if I were to think of my superpower, I'm going to actually cheat a little bit because a friend told me yesterday what he taught, what he thought mine was. And what he told me is the fact that, um, I act on, on ideas. I move on ideas and not every single idea that I have, I move on, but, um, whenever, whenever there's a bandwidth there, um, if there's an idea that, um, that you know, is interesting and seems like it's going to help people, then I'm always down to, to give it a shot. Um, you know, even if it's a minimum viable product, just to kind of get out there, see what happens. If it works great, if it doesn't work, then that's fine as well. You know, you can always learn lessons from that. So I guess, I guess that would be mine. Well, that is a fantastic superpower. Uh, I love it. I love it. And I can see how it, it, uh, helps you in your work and, and uh, changes the world. Tell us, what do you see as an example of how you have used that superpower to accomplish something you're proud of? I would say definitely for EduMatch. Like EduMatch almost didn't happen. Um, 
<laughs> I remember the backstory is that I was, um, it was a Friday night in September, 2014. And I was on, um, I was chatting with a friend on my phone. And so something she said just kind of gave me that idea. Like that might be a good thing to try. Um, but the fact that, you know, I, I almost didn't act on it, but something told me, okay, you know, right now, right now, this is a time to go ahead and set up a Twitter profile. This is a time to set up a Google form. This is a time to set up a, a landing page and, and let's do this. And I am just so glad that I listened to that little voice. Wow. That, that is really powerful. You know, I think all of us uh, are in time entitled to those little flashes of brilliance, inspiration even. And Yet so often we're inclined to just let the next episode of uh, the television show we're watching <laughs> take over, right? And, and we're not acting uh, and, and we're not doing. And so how would you coach us? If, if you're thinking about how to coach them, you're an educator, you know how to do this. How would you coach us to adopt this, uh, this trait, this ability, this superpower of yours and try to build that in ourselves? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I've thought about that for a while. And I think that that really it's all about diving in feet first as opposed to head first. You know, when you go to the pool and you have those signs where they say don't jump in the shallow water with your head first, but um, but for feet first. So meaning that if it's a, a risk where you don't have a lot to lose, then I would say go for it. You know, see what happens, because um there's a great quote and I wish that I could remember exactly who said it. Um, but the person said that you are, um, when, when you try something and it doesn't work, then it's not a loss. It's a learning experience. Um, so being able to see what didn't work <laughs> is also valuable. Um, so, you know, and, and again, to borrow another phrase, I don't know the, the citation for, you miss all the shots you don't take. Um, so I would say just keep taking those shots and keep on, um, you know, keep on striving and, and see, see what might actually help someone else. Um, even if it's in a form of, I tried this, it didn't work, but here's what I did. So does anyone have an idea to make it better? And that might just inspire someone else. Yeah. Now you can help us a little bit, uh, dig a little deeper on this. You know, don't be afraid to fail, okay. uh, because some of us, and this this paralyzes me. Uh, not you know, not everyone has this, but but I hate to fail, and I that doesn't stop me. Yes, I, <laughs> I still do it. I'm really good at it in some <laughs> ways, but I struggle with it. Uh, I wonder if you could. If you would dare, do you dare give us an example of something where you failed and how you dealt with it and move forward, how you learned from it, just like you're coaching us to do? Yeah, totally. So a friend of mine, Tammy Neal, I will quote her on this because I, I know where this source comes from. Yeah. But what she told me about failure is that it doesn't count as failure unless you give up. Um, so some could classify my first couple years um, as a teacher as quote unquote failing. Um, you know, I, I was not, 
I didn't know as much as I do now, obviously, because it's year 19 and <laughs> along the line, you would hope that you learn different things. But having come from alternative certification, um, I, I, you know, no, no um, shorts to the preparation program because they did a great job um, in terms of preparing us. There were a few things I did that I could have done differently in, in retrospect, but those first few years were extremely stressful. And um, depending on who you ask, those could be classified as failures. But what really helped me was the support of my family and the support of my loved ones and just, you know, just the support of my students, um, first and foremost. So I have to really thank my former students for that, because it, it's that connection with them that really kept me coming back, because, you know, I could tell that that we were having a mutual impact on each other, a mutually beneficial impact on each other. And, and so that's what made me feel in my spirit. This is for me, this is where I'm supposed to be. Um, so sometimes you might have that little voice to listen to as well saying, don't give up, you know, stay in the fight. Um, so I guess, I guess that would be my example of, um, of failure. Um, and just, just kind of staying in the fight, um, a little longer, just trying different things, moving around. Like for me, the the solution was I just needed to be somewhere else with a different um, a different climate, um, a different school climate at the time. So, and then I was able to grow. Yeah, um, I want to drill down just a little bit so we so we draw the full lesson from it. So, so you were looking for call it a different climate. Did you move school district? Did you move state? Did you move country? Where, how, how far did you move to get that different cultural context that you were looking for? Pretty much right down the street. <laughs> Pretty much right <laughs> down the street within the same school district. Um, and I did move schools a few times and um, my third school I really did like, um, but I saw an opening at my fourth school, which is initially where I had wanted to be because it matched, it kind of matched my background exactly. So uh, there was an opening at that fourth school. And once I was there, I stayed for, for a very long time because I, I just loved it so much. Well, the, the, this is really helpful. And I really appreciate you sharing your, your insights uh, about, you know, how to cope with failure as a part of that willingness to be able to just take action when you have an idea. Uh, what a powerful superpower. But, you know, I see how those two things really go together to complete the package without the ability to, to cope with a failure, mm -hmm. and adapt and learn. You can't really be consistent about taking action. So I really appreciate sharing. Thank you. Before we wrap up, I wonder if you would just take a minute for us and share with everyone how they can join EduMatch, how they can participate, whether they are uh, parents of students, students, or educators. I guess most folks are engaging as educators, but tell, tell us a little bit about how to engage. And then if you would, I know people are going to want to get in touch with you. Uh, Give them the best way for you to hear from them. Yeah, totally. So I would love to hear from anyone who's listening. I would love to connect with your audience. So thank you so much again for having me here and giving me this opportunity. Um, I would say that the best way to, um, to get in touch with me is by email, sarah at edumatch.org. Um, and in terms of 
edumatch itself, then edumatch.org is a website to go to. Um, in addition to that, if if anyone was interested in joining edumatch as a um, you know as an educator, we welcome everyone. So um, there are a variety of different ways you can find us on most social media platforms and just connect with us there at edu underscore match. Um, on Facebook, we have a group uh, edumatch fam. So if you go to facebook.com forward slash groups slash edumatchfam, then we're there. Um, we're also on Boxer. Um, but really just reaching out to me at sarahedumatch.org is a great place to start. And um, and yeah, just going to our website and we'll post, um, we'll post latest developments. Um, we are actually going to be hosting that AI um, that AI event in October, uh, October 7th, 2023. So we'd love to have any, um, anyone join us there. So we'll post information on our website, edumatch.org about that as well. Okay. And your crowdfunding campaign can be found at the smbx.com, right? Yes, absolutely. Mbx.com. We want you. We don't want. uh, We don't want folks to miss out on the opportunity to participate. The campaign ends soon, so please, you know, let me just add. Please don't miss that opportunity. Uh, Sarah, thank you so much for joining us today. We wish you every success with your crowdfunding campaign and with EduMatch in the long term. Appreciate you, Devin. Thank you so much for having me. All righty, let's do some good.